1: The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries. ozequipment.com
2: Let's find you a few winners with Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. And the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. We wish Shane Bennett the best of luck. I think he's in Las Vegas at the moment. The man behind the Ultima Hotel and Oz Equipment. So just hoping, crossing our fingers, he gets home safe. Um... Giddy Up brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Racing at Bendigo in Victoria today, a rare Tuesday morning, a Tuesday meeting there at Bendigo. We're on a good four. The rail is out three metres the entire circuit. Robbie Griffiths and Matty DeCock will play a major part at this meeting today. Let's catch up with... uh, Matty DeCock on this Tuesday morning for, of course, Bag of Tips. Hello to you, Maddie. Thanks for your time.
3: Yeah, good morning. Sorry about the background noise. I'm at the, uh, the yearling sale looking at horses, so there's a bit of background noise. No, that's
2: all right, mate. Have you found your next champion? How does the premier sales look coming up in Melbourne? We'll be there this time next week. It comes around pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's so always nice to see the, the youth coming through, and hopefully we can put a few stable stars in in our name.
2: What did you make of your two horses, Najim Sahail and also Ray Magnanerio in the Oakley Plate there on Saturday?
3: Yeah, the gym was very disappointing. A um, bit of a head scratcher. He's come back to the stables in good order, so we're not sure exactly what went wrong, but it just wasn't his run. He's very honest horse that tries his best, and he just didn't do that on Saturday. And Ray was good. He just got a bit dictated to from the bad barrier and got a bit far back. Um, he was only beaten 1.6 lengths, so he ran super
2: what about today? We've got a couple of nice chances at um, Bendigo. We'll start off in uh, race number seven on the program there today. And uh, you're saddling up Night son, in the benchmark yeah. 58. That Knocking on the door, Maddie. Surely today's the day that he can break through after three consecutive seconds.
3: I hope so. Um, I hope he's not a horse that doesn't want to win no. because he looks like it looked that way. But. Um, he's in great form this morning in the sand row he's jumping out of his skin so um, he's definitely our best chance heading to the races
2: what do you find with those horses do you, do you think that it's a case that some horses like they're, they're smart animals that just take the S and think well I'm not going to win today or do you think it's just a situation where he's just found one better
3: sometimes they are that way inclined and they might not want to go past their mates but he has been in the winners' store before so um, you know, it may just be the fact that he's found one or two better lately.
2: Yeah. Modern Emissio goes around in race eight. Should we put this galloper into our quaddies at a big price?
3: No, I don't think so. No. I think he's going to need the to run today and, and need a bit further.
2: Does Daily Bugle go to Sandown tomorrow?
3: Yes, he should run tomorrow. Um, we're hopeful that he can find his best form and, and run well.
2: All right, then. And King of Wessex goes around in that second race at Sandown as well. Um, um, he was pretty good, I thought, on debut, the son of Saxon Moria.
3: Yes, he was very good on debut. He's made good natural improvement as well. Competitive race, but we think he's a good chance. Good right. each way chance.
2: All right, who, should we have a bet in the next couple of days? Matty, what would be your best? Uh, yeah, probably
3: Nightsight. Looks like a, our best winning hope. And then, you know, King of Wessex got a good chance tomorrow.
2: All right, that and heading towards the Australian Guineas. Are you happy with him?
3: Yes, uh, he's in good order. He came through his, his uh, running the CSA as well, got up yesterday morning, so very pleased with him. It looks a, it looks a very tough race, but um, we're in with a good chance.
2: All right, then they are um, their name in the background. You have to let us know who that horse is because they wanted to get on Getty <laughs> up, and we'll buy him at the sales.
3: <laughs> no, thank you very Come much,
2: Maddie. Thanks for that. There's Maddie the cock uh, uh, superstar. Tips to Mitchy Lewis joins us. I'd tell you what he needs a manager. He's getting more gigs than Taylor Swift these days. Hello to you, Mitchy. Good morning,
1: Gareth. Oh, you won't, you won't forget good...
2: where you come from, will you? I know that I know Miles tries no, to No,
1: absolutely not. This is the priority. I'm always oh, available to Oh, you're a good G. man. Oh,
2: don't you worry. <laughs> Hey, Mitchie, um, what are you making this Bendigo meeting?
1: I, you know what? I was just saying to Jacko on the phone, and it's a pretty handy meeting for mm. a Tuesday. There's a lot of horses here, um, like sort of youngish horses, particularly some of the maiden races are quite strong for a Tuesday. So, yeah, I'm watching with keen interest, but I've got a couple I'm definitely keen to back.
2: All right, then where do we start?
1: Uh, Race four is the first one. This isn't one of those good races with a few handy horses that we've seen in the city before all meetings. So I think number seven, Inexorable. This horse just might have a fitness edge on a couple of the other dangers. I I thought he was really good last start at Kyneton. He was caught out wide, but he stuck on really well for second. I think from barrier four, Geordie Child in the saddle, he'll be a little bit more forward than he has been and I think he's just going to be in a handy position there to be able to camp off his speed and hopefully run over the top of him. And like I said, I'm leaning towards him because he's got the run under his belt. There's a couple other here in this race I think will improve second and third
2: up. All right, just recap that number, Then those numbers there for us.
1: That's race four, number seven, Inexorable.
2: Yep, a 350 with bet 365. Uh, what else have you got for us?
1: The last, uh, race nine, number 14, Labahuku. Jeez, I picked a couple of good names today, didn't I? I was careful to spit them out. (laughs) Um, This horse, I think, uh, I had a look at the two trials. I thought they were quite good. And I just sort of having a look at the race map from barrier two, Caroline Heffel can put her in a handy spot. And she should really get run of the race up there first up, which I think is going to help her. Um, If she's given it too easy out in front, I think she's going to prove pretty hard to catch. So there may be some improvement to come second up um she hasn't won first up previously but i've seen enough of the trials to suggest if she does get it softly out in front she she will be pretty hard to reel in gareth
2: all right then so that's race nine number 12 460 there with uh, bet 365 so race four number seven race nine number 12 yep simple beautiful mate love your work we'll catch up with you a little later on for the midweek master class
1: looking forward to it mate i'll chat to you then
2: scone today look likes race one number three don't call me honey Race three, number 12, Nettles. Race four, number two, Dashing Power. And race six, number 10, Dolly Jane. Race one, number three. Race three, number 12. Race four, number two. And race six, number 10. The tips there for Luke Hovernessi, and it's going today. Harness racing tonight from Mildura. Let's catch up with our man, Darren Carroll. G'day, Das.
4: Morning, Gareth. Um, yeah, off to Mildura tonight. So, um, yeah, strong strong affairs as normal. Uh, there's three races on P9, So we we'll start off race one on number 10, Shireen. Uh, it's been in really good form. It's not a race of depth, and it's only nine starters. Um, probably don't usually like tipping off the back row um, at Modera Gas, but nearly all my tips have got tricky jaws tonight. It yeah. uh, just looks the perfect race for it. Geordie uh, Leedham's driving and He's in super form, Geordie, and um, um, I just think it's a, the right race for it. So race one, number 10, Serene, the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah. Then we move to race three. I like seven raised daughter. Um, we'll need a bit of luck from the inside back row draw, but I just think it's going to be a nice each way price. So, uh, because of that, I think we can go each way. Um, it's been an excellent form. Just had no luck at all last week. It was going to be right in. I think it was going to nearly win and got knocked over at about the 400. Um, just needs an ounce of luck, but uh, got a good driver in Wayne Hill. So. Hopefully finishing home over the top of them late. So, race three, number seven, race order. And probably the best bet of the night uh, comes up in race 10, number 10, our master play. So, again, Gareth, we're going for a back row draws at, uh, at Wajira. But this is just a rating special, I think. So, um, this is a rating 45 to 55 race. And a lot of these are low class ratings. This horse has been racing in much higher class races than this in the past. Um I just think it's uh, the right race for it. Um, when they drop to this kind of grade, they just um, look superior and I think it gets the right opportunity. It does have a few tricks. It's the only warning. But, um, yeah, I'm very keen on race 10, number 10, our master play. So there's are the three. Race 1, number 10, Shireen. Race 3, number 7, race daughter each way. And then come home in the last race, ten number 10, our master play.
2: I never got a chance to have a chat to you. Uh, yesterday, because I was flying back, but geez, just believe, we had Greg Sugars on. Um, <laughs> did you? Yeah. yeah, it was amazing, really. I, I watched the replay, because um, I couldn't watch it live. It's like, they went too quick up front, that 44 lead time, basically, call yes. called me the breeze. I didn't think he'd have to work that hard. No, I and mean, then he pulled hard. Yeah, yeah, and then he dropped out. So, yeah. um, But just believe to do what he did. i tell you, the second horse went enormous, but... He's he's one in a million, isn't he? Just believe. Yeah. What a race.
4: Yeah, yeah. I th- you know, I think Greg openly admits if he had his time again he would have driven it differently and it was nearly his Brian Healy moment on Mary's idol, wasn't it? Um, but it was just amazing that he's still able to get up and that's what champions do. Um Key and would have made it interesting if he didn't buckle in the corner as well. So um but yeah, it just goes to show that um, we've got really good competitive racing. It was a tactical affair. If you watch that replay again a few times, you can just see so many drivers drive good races. Um, like uh, Chris Finocio at the 500 probably could have went to the front, but he grabbed hold and tried to box Greg in. And, um, you know, that's what racing is all about, is good competitive racing. Mm. and The best horse have to overcome all the obstacles to win.
2: I tell you what, this race on Saturday night, the chariots of fire is going to be some contest. Like you got Frankie Ferocious... Um, Who else you got? It's Merlin was enormous the other day. Better be the best. It was $24 when we were tipping him last week. Now he's 6.50. And don't stop dreaming. who had a walk in the park. It was nothing but a trial there last Saturday night um, at 2.30. Sooner the better. $12. It's going to be some race.
4: How good is it? And one of the best things about it, Gareth, is that we've got a horse that better be the best in the race that loves to lead and roll. So. Whatever happens, it's going to be genuine tempo, and that's going to bring a horse like Frankie Ferocious into the race as well. But it's just, this is fantastic. The depth of the race. Um, I don't really have an outside selection at this stage. Um, if I was pushed, I'd probably go for Frankie. What about you
2: go. Um, I think Don't Stop Believing's the horse to beat. I think he's that Hunter Cup run was enormous. I don't think they. I don't think Frankie could do that. To tell you yeah, the truth. Yeah. Um, but yeah. who knows? I think the race setup will be interesting. And if that horse of Nathan Turnbull's can go 148 in front, it's going to be hard to beat.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And it's great to be on speed at, at Meningo, yeah. as you know. And it just rolls.
2: Like it's just, it just got such a
4: high rolling
2: speed. Yeah. There's yeah. um, a few controversial text messages coming through. Gareth, how the hell did um, Firefox not make it into the sprints? He's got better form than most of these. Um, What a disgrace. I haven't had a close look at it just yet, but... um, I
4: know there's a few good judges on social media saying the same thing. I haven't uh, had a look as well, Gareth. What
2: are they saying?
4: Well, uh, they're saying he hasn't performed in three years, so how did he get a run ahead of uh, Firefox? Uh,
2: Which one's um, this one? Spirit of St. Louis or Bondi? No, um...
4: Uh, no, the one you just said you mentioned first. What race is it, Gareth? Um,
2: race five. It
4: was um, expensive ego is the one that's been. Oh critical. yeah, expensive yeah, ego yeah, should yeah. be
2: in the race. Yeah,
4: it's the one they're saying hasn't hasn't uh, and it's coming from you know Matt Leopard who knows his form very very well yeah. and he's saying how how does expensive ego who hasn't had a re, you know, good run in three years get ahead of Firefox who's mm. you know recent form has been outstanding. So oh.
2: yeah, unbelievable. All right, mate. Love your work. We appreciate your time as always. And go and get them tonight. But, geez, it's another big week in harness racing.
4: Yeah, it's fantastic,
2: Gary. See ya. Seems to be always, a, there's always a big week happening in greyhound racing. The Lowbrokes Country Classic, Saturday the 16th of March, which will happen pretty quickly. Simon Orchard, George. Just g'day, Simon.
0: Morning, G. Yeah, can I wait to get out of Dubbo, mate. It's a far cry to, uh, from Saudi Arabia to no. Dubbo. I'm not sure who got the better draw there. <laughs> hey,
2: I tell you what. <laughs> is great. So was Saudi Arabia. I'm about to mention my five takeaways from Saudi Arabia and it actually surprised me. It's, it's sometimes like you paint a picture of a country and um, you have all these pre-ideas, what it's going to be like and what you read in the media and what you hear from people and et cetera, et cetera. But until you actually go there and experience it, um, it does give you a different point of view and you talk to the locals and you see how the, how the way that they go about it, obviously, it's a completely different culture to ours. But that's that's how the world works. There's different cultures right across the globe. Um, but it was it was fascinating, mate. I don't know if they have greyhound racing there, but if they do, look out. Those pups be <laughs> worth ten million before you know it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mate, I know Peter Legaggioni has some ties to the Middle East and's got some really good friends in very very high places over there. So maybe, um, and there was reports, Gee. I actually heard this at the Greyhound of yeah. the Year Awards the other night that the, um, the Prince that Pete Lagagione is sort of hooked up with there with, uh, the Greyhounds wanted to get involved in the racing game over here, but we couldn't work that out. Go figure. Oh, okay. Why would we not let that happen?
2: I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. What I learned, there's so many princes over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is right. so many princes. Um, yeah, but it is interesting. There's a lot of money. There is a lot of money over there. What about, can you help us, um, back at winner wherever we, where are we going today? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're going to play Bulleye and Gosford. We're oh, probably yeah. not going to make uh, Prince money, but no. we're, going try. <laughs> we're going to try, mate. Bulleye, 11-1, foreign capital, best bet there today. Uh, look, the jump up in trip is what I like. Been racing over 340, 350. Today gets to 400 metres for Vic Soltana. The former, and this guy's pretty slick as well, Gareth. He's had two wins in three seconds. The dogs he's gone down to in those three starts, they've won 15 of their 37 starts combined. So winning form's good form. Box one's a big tick for foreign capital as well. The only query in this race, Tommy Cade, returns in box six. Uh, hasn't raced since September. Change of kennels. He's a group three winner, but he's gone out of the Andy Lord kennel uh, and back to Peter Spatiri So just watch Tommy Cade. But I reckon eleven-one foreign capital will get the money there. And then Gosford tonight, you mentioned the country classic off the top. Mm. Zipping Caleb, race six, number two. The best bet on the program there. Really interesting placement. Zipping Caleb's qualified for the Richmond Derby final on Friday night, but Mini Finn's still happy to send him around tonight. I think that's a good sign. I'm not going to doubt the great Mini, so I think she's got it right. I hope Dan Seuss leads from box four. Zipping Caleb from box two can jump right on her tail. I don't think she'll be the strongest late. and He can just zip on by. He's got a lot of upside uh, and a really promising dog to watch. Heading towards Dubbo in a couple of weeks. The best bet at Gosford tonight, 6-2, Zipping Caleb.
2: Good on you, brother. Go and get them. Enjoy your day, and we'll catch up during the week.
0: Sounds good. There
2: we go. There's Simon Orchard, the Ladbrokes Country Classic, Saturday the 16th of March. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. That is bag of tips, thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries, ozequipment.com, and the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. Just down the road from Swan Hill, make sure you swing by for a cold beer.